Hey, I'm Drea, and this is Unpopular Passion. Hello and welcome to Unpopular Passion, the season four season finale and the last episode of 2021. After the season, I will be taking a bit of a hiatus for the month of January, but I'll be back in February with more new episodes. So for now, let's get into the season finale. I met today's guest on a retreat in Costa Rica, an experience that both of us walked away from with completely different mindsets than we came into it with. It's incredible to see what Dana has been able to do with that since we all came home. And now, to come full circle, she'll be hosting a retreat in Costa Rica, along with Jessica from episode 31 and Patrick from episode 8. Though Dana started off in a life that she felt didn't quite fit who she is, working in the corporate fashion world, She once described it to me as something out of Devil Wars Prada. (laughs) Now, she's been able to take her passion for finding her purpose in the world and has discovered that it's through fitness. With this current path as a personal trainer, she guides others not only physically, but is discovering how much the mentality and the mindset are just as big of a part of it. And after a rigorous training for the New York City Marathon, she's teaching herself how to apply that same mentality and discipline into more parts of her life. It's truly inspiring to watch Dana shift her life to fit exactly who she is and what she wants. So please welcome my guest for today, Dana Gonsalves. I mean, it should be, but um, yeah, like, I don't know if you heard, but I, like when we were in Costa Rica, I was in San Diego and Mm -hmm. um, that time I feel like I was in like vacation mode and like kind of in like a weird space where I was trying to figure out what my next steps were as far as as, like career-wise. But now that I'm in LA, I'm like, okay, like pressure's on, like figuring out this career thing and like where I'm going next and settling roots, meeting people, what I want to do. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, so now I'm kind of like settling now in LA and um, it's good. It's different, but it's good. So when you were in San Diego, like, were you not planning on staying there? Why do you think you were in that like vacation? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So the whole, um, so the whole, I guess to, to give the whole backstory, the whole like moving across the country, Um, the plan was to be in San Diego for like a month and just like chill, see my family and both my sisters were out there. Um, so it was really just to like be there for a month, like have some time off and then go to LA to settle. And then three months later, we're still, we're still in San Diego, (laughs) Airbnb being around and, um, yeah, so it was kind of like a weird, and then we're just like, like literally being nomads, just like around San Diego, which was awesome Mm -hmm. because would have never had that opportunity, you know, otherwise. So 
it was nice to do that, but then it was also stressful at the same time because it was like, okay, I need to start making money again. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, and like working on whatever it is that I want to work on. Um, so yeah, so now LA is is where I'm settled, and that was the whole plan. And the original plan was to come here after a month and then like dive deep and and kick things off. So yeah, now mm-hmm. we're eventually here. <laughs> so now that you're where you're kind of going to be settled for a while. I'm wondering like yeah. if that has changed your answer to this topic at all about <laughs> what would you say right now you're most passionate about in life? Yeah. And I've thought about this and I've been thinking about this and my greatest passion right now, I think is, is to really figure out what my purpose is. Okay. I know it, I know it has something to do with helping others and within the fitness realm or the wellness realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more of like the impact that I'm making on people, whether it's like conversation, doesn't need to be physical, doesn't need to just be fitness. Yeah. Um, but really figuring out like how I'm making an impact on somebody or how I'm making someone feel leaving a conversation. Um, is kind of like what my greatest passion is right now. And prior to that, my greatest passion was running. I was training for the marathon. That was all that I was doing. That was Mm -hmm. all that my brain was on and everything related to running. And then post-marathon, it's still correlating to everything that I'm thinking about. Like all the emotions that I went through through training are things that I still think about of like, if I mentally tapped in this way to get through xyz while I was training while I was doing 22 miles on a saturday how do i correlate that same same mental state into this brand that i'm building or what is my next endeavor or struggle or whatever um that's such a good question yeah yeah so it's it's yeah so i guess to 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 backtrack a little bit the marathon training taught me a lot about like how to live my life. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I could imagine like having the deadline kind of would make you more focused and push yourself a little more. Yeah, absolutely. And then marathon happened and I'm like, okay, now what? Now what do I do? (laughs) It was like the post-race blues and um, I think I'm still a little bit in that, but um, Mm. yeah. But then like, like I was saying, retracting back to my mental then and how I can still relate it back to how I live my daily life now. Mm. And how long did it take you to train for that? So I started literally right when we got back from Costa Rica, it was like a week later is when like the training program started. So it was like four months of training. Yeah. And it great. Yeah, girl, (laughs) it was like five days. (laughs) It's like five days a week. Um, 30 to 40 miles a week total. Um, Yeah. And then like Saturdays or Sundays would be the long, long runs. And those I was doing with someone that um, I actually knew from back in Jersey city. He moved to LA and we, we linked up and we were running together for a little bit. Yeah. It was super cool. So I got to know him on like a deeper level, which is cool. Cause we're both like, you know, trucking along in our like 15 mile run and he's pushing me, I'm pushing him. And then, um, and then I started doing some long runs on my own. And that's when it was like, whoo, you are with yourself for three plus hours mm. through the trenches. Like, how do I keep this going yeah. with me, myself and I? And um, yeah, that was, it was 
wild. I mean, I think the the longest I did on my own was was 20 miles and I felt great. I felt good. And then the last like six miles, I'm like, SOS, someone help. (laughs) I need to call a friend. I need to get out of this feeling. Cause it's the the biggest mental piece is like, I'm feeling physical pain, Mm -hmm. but I know I can handle it. My body can handle it. And how do I, if I can mentally keep going, my body's going to follow. And that was like the biggest takeaway. Um, yeah, yeah, it was wild. It was like, if I tell myself I'm going to finish this 20 mile run, my body has to do it. It has to. Mm -hmm. So that was huge of like, there's so much you can accomplish with just your, with your, with your thoughts and also learn that in Costa Rica as well. I was going to say that happened to me in Costa Rica. (laughs) Yeah. Learned that in Costa Rica. And I honestly feel like that's what helped with my training too. Mm. Cause if I, I feel like if I didn't have that like insight already, I feel like I would have struggled more throughout the training. Yeah. Um, so much you can do with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that was huge that we learned in Costa Rica. That was huge. Definitely. It was like monumental. Yeah. Because even monumental. like, I mean, obviously what we do, what we were doing out there every day was nowhere near the physical <laughs> things you were doing. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I was so like, I was so completely new to yoga and everything. I was just like, this is so hard. I can't do this every morning. Yes. And then there yes. would be days where I was like, wait a minute. I was like, I I can do this. And then I would change everything when I would just start saying that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, yes, absolutely. And that was the same thoughts that I was feeling about marathon training. I was like, I can't run a marathon. What the hell was I thinking signing up for this? Was this the first time? First one. Oh, wow. First one. The longest run I ever did was a half marathon. And um, I actually signed up on a whim and um yeah those same thoughts was like I can't do this pose in yoga I can't run a marathon but then like you you do one thing and you're like whoa wait I just did that Mm -hmm. I think I could do more of this Mm -hmm. how did I just do that and how do I keep this momentum going so that was yeah that was huge in 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 Costa Rica the same with the marathon training was I was like, whoa, I just did 15 miles. Okay, hang on. If I just did 15, maybe I can do 16. Yeah. And then it was just like, like snowballed. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was. And it was so wild. That's so cool. So wild. And I'm, yeah. how, how did it feel like right after, like right when you finished? <laughs> I was in <laughs> so much pain. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like mile 19. And I was like, I'm unwell. I'm, I'm so my hips were like achy it was a feeling that I've never felt before mm. it was like it wasn't even like a sharp shooting pain it was like my bones were just they were achy they were like I'm creaking I need to get out of this moment so I'm like just please stop moving <laughs> um so right when it ended I couldn't even like cry mm-hmm. I, I was just so like everything was flowing. And I think I like lost my breath because I was like wanting to cry, but I couldn't. And I just had nothing. You might've been in a little in to, like, shock too. <laughs> yeah. In shock. And I was like, what? This just ended like that. Um, and then I was like, I can't, I can't do this again. <laughs> I mean, I like, at least you did it once. You can say you did it. Once. I was like, yeah, that <laughs> was like, get these sneakers off of me. <laughs> I need to take a seat. I need water. I need something. Um, so the initial reaction was like, wow that flew by um the four hours and 45 minutes flew by and I don't want to do that again yeah (laughs) 
but days later I'm like whoa I missed that that was the party that was the celebration yeah yeah right because at my I was so like routine of like every day run would you know have my morning routine do my thing in the morning Mm -hmm. work go for a run weekends run it was like everything was catered around the runs that Mm -hmm. I was doing so then when I didn't have that routine or like something to like that I was a definite for sure that I was doing I was like wait a minute I miss this I miss that routine which Mm -hmm. I could still implement right but it's like way different when you're when you're supposed to do it versus like doing it for fun it is yeah and it kind of sucks but it definitely is and yeah so I kind of like how you're asking yourself now, how do you implement that into everything else that you're doing? Yeah. Because like with everything yeah. else, even though like, yeah, there are things that you want to do and almost need to do for yourself, like on, you know, business level, but mm-hmm. there still isn't really, it's not like a pressing deadline to do it. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I didn't run at all after the race today actually was the first run that I did post-race I mean I would not blame you for not wanting to run <laughs> after all that it's yeah it's not that I didn't I wanted to keep the momentum going because you know I worked so hard for it yeah. but I think there was like fear of like the pain or mm. something I think there was or something there was a some there was definitely fear behind like getting up to go for a run again yeah. and I don't know what it was but I'm glad I did it today and it felt like I still had my endurance. I still had like my love for it. Um, but there was pain. <laughs> there was pain. There was pain. Um, and then it was nice to get back to like my strength training again that I've been missing. So it's been nice to kind of revert back to other training that I am passionate about too, or that I love to do um, that I was missing while I was training for the marathon. Yeah. yeah. I can definitely relate to like that type of fear of jumping back into something. Cause like yeah. I used to be, really into weightlifting and I I was getting to the point where like I just loved it so much and I stopped doing it for a while and I think I just kept getting so afraid to do it again because I felt like I'd lost it and I was like yes I was like I'm gonna how am I gonna feel when I'm doing this I probably lost a ton of my strength and I just instead of trying I just kept avoiding doing it altogether yes yeah so So how did you get back into it um I mean I started just I, it was really just having to just do it one day. But then right. the thing was, I didn't realize I wasn't pushing myself and I was just kind of going through the motions. And I think it's because even though I did jump into it, I was still scared. And right. I just have a friend who like, he's really good at pushing people. Like he does it with all of us, no matter what we're doing. But he's like a huge, like gym nut. So <laughs> like, if I go to the gym with him, he'll look at me and be like, you're not pushing yourself and he'll tell me like the truth he'll be like you need to try harder and so once I started going back with him I was like okay this is the feeling I missed and now like once I felt it again I was like okay now I can get back into this again yeah and you're like see I shouldn't have been so scared I could have started earlier whatever it was Mm -hmm. but it's yeah that initial like start is always so it's so crazy it's so weird that we like debilitate ourselves that way but again it's and then we start Yes. Yes. And I'm, that's also one of my bigger focuses as of late is like 
like recognizing those blocks mm-hmm. and then releasing them. Yeah. That's what I'm really like self-working on as of late is like not limiting myself because mm-hmm. we are our bigger, like the biggest critics and we limit ourselves so much and yeah. we know, do it unknowingly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to be more aware of my blockages that I do to myself. Yeah. <laughs> that way I can change that, mm-hmm. change those like beliefs or whatever behaviors um yeah and I think that first step was was really doing that marathon and even Costa Rica I was so vulnerable there that I normally am never that way yeah and I feel like that was definitely I mean like you said a good setup for you to jump into some some, into something that was so mentally taxing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and now I'm finding myself like putting myself in those uncomfortable positions or things that I wouldn't normally do or have I would never have done years ago mm-hmm. the person that I was um because I was so like conservative or whatever shielded um you know but yeah yeah getting out of that vulnerability and I think we talked about that too in Costa Rica my previous corporate life mm-hmm. um definitely yeah. <laughs> um molded me into that like corporate conservative person where I was like almost shielding myself to cater to this lifestyle that I couldn't stand mm-hmm. or couldn't get behind or believe in. Um, so I'm, I feel like I'm slowly breaking those like barriers away of like that past life. And finally, like just being my authentic self at all times That's and so not cool. putting on like a professional, yeah, like persona mm-hmm. at all times being professional, obviously, but like yeah, in a say, way where I'm like, so myself. be seen as professional. <laughs> Yeah, but I get what you exactly. mean. Yeah, instead of being like the corporate kind of like, I don't know how to yeah. say it, like the, I don't want to say stuck up. That's not what I'm trying to think of. I don't know what word I'm trying to think of. <laughs> I know what yeah. you mean. Literally, when I think about like, like my past corporate life, I think of that meme where it's like, oh, you're going to work on Monday, and it's like your coworkers are like, oh, how was your weekend? And you're like, oh, it was fine, but let alone you were blocked out, like face down mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole weekend, and you just make it seem like, oh, I did nothing. I was just chilling. Yeah. But no, you were having the time of your mm-hmm. life, but you're like, but I'm not going to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I literally think of that meme and we're like, that was me, 22 years old, working like yeah. New York City corporate. I could see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. So when you were living in Jersey and you started like getting into the fitness stuff, everything you were doing mm-hmm. out there was like in-person classes and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. In person. Um, yeah. No real virtual until, you know, the pandemic happened. Oh, okay. Cause I was thinking that you kind of started the whole virtual thing in LA just to kind of like keep the clientele you already had. Yeah. So that I did, Okay, I did, but I started the virtual thing back when in 2020, when, you know, everything shut down. Gotcha. And I didn't keep it going, um, you know, when I went back to work, because I was like, okay, going back to work, going back to in-person, like, love this, can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but I almost wish I kept it, like, the virtual going, just, like, keep the momentum there. Um, but everyone was, like, eager to get back into the gym or back into classes, so yeah. it, wasn't, it didn't feel like a need, but I almost feel like I wish I did. Um, but then, yeah, I started the virtual classes, virtual training here in LA, so I can, yeah, stay in contact with, with my peeps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, offer another type of service because unlimited, you yeah, know, unlimited. Yeah. And the space and the industry, because I think it's, it's, I mean, we definitely saw a shift, um, you know, because of 
you know, the pandemic. So molding with that shift and just offering another way to, you know, cater to others or to serve others. Do you think that kind of came to at least doing it out in LA with that new mindset of like trying to figure out how to help people in a different way? Yes, absolutely. And it started more with like, I wanted to do something that I truly believe in, yeah. a type of training that I truly believe in and I can get behind mm-hmm. um, and not just teaching classes that someone else is programming or, or creating, um, but something that I'm creating that like it's coming from me and you're getting a training from Dana. Yeah. Um, and this is what's to expect. That. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. like with the other gyms, it was their programs and their stuff. Correct. Yeah. So the only time I was really doing my own thing was at the one gym I was teaching at and I taught like once a week, which was awesome. But then I also felt like I was still catering to like what I thought people wanted because yeah. this was very early in my career. And so I was like, I got to give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm like, I'm going to give them what I want to give them. Yeah. Um, what I believe in, what I truly think they're going to take away in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not all catered around transformation or altering your body or, or anything like, like that. It can be if that's what the person wants, but I'm, as I'm getting deeper into this industry and, and learning more, I want to help people mentally and mm-hmm. physically yeah, because they all tie together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually where Jess and I, um, relate a lot is that like training and working out and fitness isn't just physical it is mostly mental yeah um with with anything fat loss muscle gain like there's a a physical component but there's it starts with your mental so I'm like I want to know that there mm-hmm. and then I want to figure out why and how we can work together and make it happen um so yeah, I try to incorporate that like mental piece and that like setting the intention, which I also learned, you know, in Costa Rica yeah. is like setting, what is your intention behind this workout? What's our intention behind our yoga practice? Right. Um, and, and then going from there. So I feel like that's, um, yeah, something I really believe in and, and had to learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited that I'm doing something that I believe in. Yeah. Now, is it hard and difficult <laughs> and stressful? Absolutely. Of I'm sure it's probably 10 times more stressful than just doing what you're, is written for you. Yeah. Like, this is what we're going to do yes. today and that's it. Yes, exactly. So yeah, it's definitely tough. And I'm like creating a brand and, and what do I want that to look like? And I have a studio, like how cool is this? And I was going to say, yeah, I saw you like putting that all together. I was like, that looks so cool. And it's such a nice setup. Yeah. And I'm like, I also need to reflect on those things that I've done Mm -hmm. and not be so like, I need to do this. I got to do this and this and this and this and, and really just kind of like dial back and, and reflect on the things that I've done so far because they're pretty cool things. And Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like really like reflecting so I can grow and progress rather than just like constantly looking at the what I need to do or should do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, yeah. learning for sure. I feel like that's just the default mentality. We, we kind of <laughs> grow up around though. Like, yeah. I feel like we always have to be doing something. And if you're not doing yes. something, you're being lazy. And it's yeah. like, that's not the case whatsoever. 
Right, right. And who told us that? Who instilled that in our brains? Because I have a word. (laughs) I mean, I feel like there's definitely there's definitely a couple different things. Because I know, like, for one thing, like you know, obviously, corporate America is just Mm. that's how it is. But then another thing, you know, being a child of an immigrant, it's always like you need to work hard, you need to do this, you need to do that. That's definitely instilled in you for sure. And not in a bad way, but it's like, that's just how you think. You're like, okay, I have to go, go, go. Right. Our parents. Yeah, for sure. You got to go to college. You got to get the degree. Mm -hmm. You got to work in corporate. I don't want to work in corporate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So there's a ton of variables, right? Mm -hmm. Like, right. We just said corporate, our family. Um, our peers, social media. Oh, come yeah. on. That's because that's, yeah, that's another thing I've, I feel like people are more aware of though now is yes. that people are only showing you what they want to show you. They're not mm-hmm. showing you the bad times. They're not showing you the bad yeah. days. Like they're going to show you the highlights of their life. So always take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think I'm so, I was actually speaking with um, a client the other day. So grateful that I did not grow up in the times where Instagram was like a high school thing or like a middle school thing. So grateful that it happened in my college years and Mm -hmm. what didn't really kick off until like my post-college years. Um, Because what a crazy, but also beneficial world the social media industry or world is as toxic as it can be it's also a beautiful thing um but i think we as humans attach to the toxic of it yeah, for sure a lot <laughs> the, yeah 100% like, addiction of it and those things yeah. yeah and i'm like i feel like i'm getting sucked through my phone right now and i need to <laughs> detach um yeah yeah so i'm so we were just talking about that how like we're grateful that we're a little older and can recognize these things cuz as a kid or as a teen you don't know any better. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then you just get stuck on it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm curious, have you kept up with your like yoga practice from Costa Rica? I was just talking to Pat today about that. Were you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I haven't. Like I did for a while and mm-hmm. like just realizing how good it felt to keep up with it. And I don't know where I slipped. I think it was like, my shift in my work schedule and then I kind of just fell out of the routine and now I'm I'm trying to get back into it again even if it's just like little bits here and there and I actually took my first in-person class like two days ago and something about it like brought me all back to Costa Rica again (laughs) because usually I just do it it at home by myself but yeah it was definitely not what I expected because it was Mm. more kind of aerobics based sort of thing like it wasn't really like how we did it but towards the end it was and that's what kind of like brought all that feeling back but you know it still felt good to do it even though it wasn't exactly what I thought it would be right Mm -hmm. that's amazing I haven't either I mean I have I did again yeah I did post Costa Rica a little bit um but same I kind of fell off I think who's like moving and whatever yeah we all had a lot of stuff going on (laughs) yeah and then like running became my my life um so yeah I mean I should have supplemented but um I need I'm like yearning to get back into it yeah me too 
And actually, yeah, so like well, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but if you don't, it's fine. Because Pat, <laughs> <laughs> because Pat mentioned to me today about the next retreat yeah. you and him and uh, Jess are planning. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. Sounds May amazing. 2022. Yes. Back to Costa Rica. And then with that, you're going to have like a piece in there too. Yeah. I'm stoked. I They actually just called me today. A lot of things happened today. They called me today and they're like, we have to ask you something. I'm like, what's going on, you guys? And they're like, well, would you be interested in doing the fitness side of a Costa Rica retreat or a part of the retreat? I'm like, absolutely, 100%. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go. Let's plan. So that that run was like monumental of like thinking about ideas and and thoughts behind like what visualizing what that's going to look like. And I'm so excited. It's, I mean, it's a good thing to be excited about, especially after already having such a good experience with just being a part of one. And then now the fact that you get to like have a piece of it too. And with you yeah. saying like just this realization you've had of how big the mental piece of all that stuff is, because like doing something like that for sure, how you mentioned like how you want to leave people like with that impression. And when they leave a conversation with you, that's like such a big way to leave an impact on someone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about that a lot. So, and we're all like-minded people, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think like this retreat's going to be even not even better, but just like a different, in a different way, better. Cause we'll have like just so many different aspects and, and structure to it and it'll just and it's all going to flow around the same idea of like vulnerability and like tapping into like your deep emotion mm-hmm. and mental but like throwing in other aspects to it so I think yeah I'm, I'm super excited we're figuring out how we want that retreat to look as far as like when we'll do certain things but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be awesome yeah it sounds really cool and that's awesome. so exciting I'm excited for you guys yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're going to get the crew back together. <laughs> I know. I was like, watch it end up being the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't be a bad thing. It would Everyone not, no. We would all just come back so together. Dope. Yeah, that was so dope. It was like the coolest group of people. Um, couldn't have asked for a better time. And like literally relate so much of, and I feel like we've talked about this too, so much of like what I do now to that trip. Like yeah. everything kind of goes back there. Uh, trust me I have not shut up about it since I got home (laughs) and it's it's been the same for me too like just how we were saying being aware of like how much you hold yourself back that has changed for me so much because now that I am hyper aware of it I can stop it and you know obviously I still do it but at least now I can recognize it when I do it like I went I went surfing again I went to Puerto Rico for my birthday and I, I saw that. Yeah. It was amazing. And I went surfing again and I was getting my ass kicked. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the current out there was so strong. And I was just getting like, again, I was getting in my head and I was like getting angry mm-hmm. at myself. And I was like, come yeah. on. I was like, I've done this. I've done this before. Yes, I know and, that. Yeah. And I was just like beating myself up about it. And then I had to remind myself again, like, just calm down and like get out of yeah. your head and just like, obviously, yeah. it's not going to be perfect. Just just do it just go yeah deep breaths just flow with it mm-hmm. yeah oh that's awesome yeah yeah so you just turned 30 I'm turning 30 in a couple of months and I think a lot of like my new like thoughts and things like that that I'm like learning about myself 
um, and still obviously continuing to learn and like those blockages or whatever, or like those hardships that I put on myself still happen. Mm -hmm. And I like fall into them again. And I'm like, wait a minute, hang on. Um, Like I've been thinking a lot about time Mm. and what, like, what am I doing with my time? (laughs) Like thirties approaching, not that like, I'm scared of the number, but it's more of just, okay, I'm getting older. Like time is a huge thing. Yeah. Still a milestone. So I'm like, the latest thing I've been thinking about is like how I'm spending my time and not always like putting pressure on it, but just like, what am I doing with my time that I'm like, and am am I enjoying it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a big one. You know? And I'm like, but then I'm like, why am I putting so much pressure on at the same time? Like, just let it flow. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Literally the conversations that I have in my head. Oh, I can completely relate. (laughs) It's like, you want to live every day to the fullest, but then you're like, okay, well, I can't do something incredible every day. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, wait, I have like responsibilities at the same time. Um, Did you have those feelings like before you're turning 30? I... I feel like I did. Yeah. Like I, I felt okay about it. Like I wasn't in any kind of weird scared or I'm running out of time type of mindset, but I definitely felt the same like you are right now of, okay, it's approaching where, where do I want to be? What things do I want to accomplish? Am I happy with how I'm living my life right now? Yeah. 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 And then also, I don't know why, but I was super aware of just like, not wanting to stick to societal standards of where I should Mm -hmm. be at turning 30 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and also that I feel really grateful that I've never felt any pressure from anyone to be at those standards of what a 30 year old woman should be right yeah because I mean luckily for me like my family or no one like has ever said anything to me like well some of my friends say something amazing like that, but, <laughs> but my family never has like everyone amazing. loves the fact that I'm still single and have no kids and I'm traveling around the world and doing what makes me yeah. happy you know but yeah what you want to be doing which is freaking awesome yeah. and I love that and I also love how like that's changed in the past like what Five, maybe more than that years I feel like our yeah. generation has changed that whole thing of like the society of oh but before by the time you're 30 you have to have kids and marriage and palace and all that stuff and mm-hmm. and we changed that which is amazing 100% yeah and I love that for us yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know look at all of us especially like all of us on that trip too we're all like somewhat in the same age group and we're all like yeah still just not that there's anything wrong with you know no, if you want to be settled no. down and do all that stuff 100% but yeah. you know yeah we're all like in the same age group and just kind of living such different lives at this point in our lives yeah mm-hmm. yeah which is insane yeah but also really cool yes um really great to see I, yeah I love that for us mm-hmm. um but yeah again yeah people that want that or want or want to stick by you know, the, the certain things that they want in their life, that's what they want for their life. Mm-hmm. And that I can get behind If That's what you want. hundred percent. Yeah. Of that's what you, that's what you truly want. But if someone's making you feel like you need that. Yeah. Then okay. No way. Yeah. Then get out of here. Do you find yourself yet implementing like your new mindset into your training? Like with, do you think you notice people with more mental blockages? And did I, did I say that right? Mental- I feel like that, I know, that like, sounded am I weird. That right? 
do you think you can see like in someone when they have mental blocks when you're going through training and stuff or is that something you're yeah. still kind of working on adding in literally no a hundred percent that's a great question I feel like off off the cuff like when I am meeting with a new train with a new client or with um a new member that wants to join classes I'm off the bat like what's up mm. you know like what's your training been like what is your lifestyle like um, how's work? What are your stressors? Where are your stressors coming from? So I'm off the rip, real open. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that I'm getting that openness back and not always. Yeah. Um, I've been fortunate that I've had those people off the rip being like, I have anxiety mm. or I have stress from work or stress from home. And I'm like, okay, so let's, let's do things differently today. Or let's, so I'll change things around based off of how that person's feeling although I created a program and we're going to stick to that, but every day is going to be different mm -hmm. of how they're feeling, whether they're going to be tired or super stressed or anxiety, super high. So that changes day to day because life isn't linear. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Life and training isn't linear. So it's all kind of goes together. So I've been fortunate to have people that have opened up to me about that in the past. I would say like, back in in jersey i would say to have i would have a harder time but i also feel like i didn't know that i should be asking those questions mm, yeah because this is something newer that i'm implementing and i mm -hmm. feel like as a newer trainer back in jersey i was more of like about the workout about the programming about the training and not tapping too much into their mental that's what i think i was lacking as a trainer yeah um, but yeah now i feel like i have a good hold on that and it's been working it's been going good but I want to obviously dig deeper <laughs> and it, it lights me up when someone, when a client does things on their own and we're not training together that day and they do it on their own. Like I felt great. Mm. I felt good enough to do this. Yeah. That lights me up inside because it's not about me. It was always about them that they could do that. And they recognized it, that they could do that on their own. And I, I just, I just showed them the tools and they ran with it. Yeah. And that is what lights me up as, as a coach. I love that. It sounds amazing. Lights me up. That's the biggest reward because I, I truly love to educate. <laughs> I love to educate mm -hmm. my clients. I don't want to just be like, okay, we're doing this, this, and this, and not even tell them what, why, and they're doing yeah, it. Yeah. That doesn't really help as much. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I want them to know why, or I want them to know why we're changing things or we're just walking today. We're straight up just going to walk and we're going to talk mm -hmm. <laughs> because that's what I feel like you need. Yeah. And that's fine. But, and then, yeah, just providing them the tools and it's always, yeah, it's always the person that can do it. And that's, what's great about coaching mm -hmm. is you just provide the tools and they run with it. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, obviously not everyone, but I feel like most people once you start to open up about stuff like that, do feel more comfortable about being honest and opening opening up about it too. Yeah. And I can definitely already tell the difference just from myself of having that mental component into my fitness routine, how much of a difference mm -hmm. that's going to make for you with the people yes. you're training. Because yeah. like when I started, what year was it? I want to say probably like 2016 or 2017 was the first time I'd try to do like classes and work with trainers and stuff. And I yeah. did, I did like boxing classes and stuff and like a boot camp style thing. And okay, I, yeah. I loved it, but for some reason I was always just annoyed by the attitude of the trainer. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yes, I understand. I need to push myself, but 
I'm kind of struggling over here today. Like mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm, not gonna mm-hmm. give up, but calm down. <laughs> like yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah there was. Yeah. It was just like with that certain group of people, which I feel like a lot of trainers have the reputation for. Of like, there is no, I guess, empathy with it. It's all just mm-hmm, like push, mm-hmm. push, go, go, push yourself yes. to the limit, and that's how you're gonna get results. And it's yes. like sometimes yeah. you just can't. But then also. Yes. I feel like because of that mentality of it, I was going so much after a more of a goal of like vanity that Mm -hmm. it wasn't even like helping me mentally to the point where it all just fell away so quickly when I fell off of my routine because I wasn't Mm -hmm. trying to do something good for myself or like be stronger, be healthier. I was just trying to look better. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that's where a lot of people's goals stem from. I want to look better. Mm-hmm. Okay. But why? Yeah. Like what, what, why there's something deeper there. Um, and yeah, yeah, there's something deeper there. So it's like, that's what I like to tap into is the why behind that. Mm-hmm. Cause there's always something you just have to continue to peel those layers. Yeah. Um, and it's hard sometimes to do that because people don't want to open up about that, but that's awesome that you like let that go. And you focus more on like, okay, what's really just going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And that's what I can get behind. That's what I can get behind. It's like, not everyone's going to want to train the same way. Yeah. And that's what I love about PT or like the one-on-one is that you get to cater to that person and what makes them feel good considering their goals. Obviously, you know, you want to help them reach their goals, whatever they may be. But that's my issue with classes. Although I love teaching classes Mm -hmm. and I think it's so fun. And I think there's obviously a huge market there. People love to take them, but that's where the lack is, right? That's Mm -hmm. where the lack of, of like the one-on-one and, and the constant push and the motivating and do more, do better, (laughs) hold for longer. (laughs) And I find myself doing that sometimes too, but I'm like, hang on, if this were me right now, I would be in my head cursing up a storm (laughs) like to the instructor Mm -hmm. and I'm not having a good time. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I totally empathize with, with classmates about that. And like, you guys are freaking crushing it, but you know, take your rest when you need to. And that's what I I learned as a coach too, is like that whole side of like the, the bootcamp style or the, um, militant style of coaching Mm -hmm. is not what I'm about anymore or or at all. I feel like it was never really, I can be that way, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel good about it (laughs) I mean there's a balance because like yeah Yeah. sometimes you do need the push and then especially with with the class environment obviously you want to you know you want to keep them motivated you want to keep them going oh yeah you don't want to just be like oh you know what it's fine just (laughs) yeah no yeah just sit down (laughs) yeah it's fine you're good (laughs) absolutely oh no totally absolutely gonna push you yeah but if you're not into it no way yeah no way I'm gonna tell you take the rest Mm -hmm. like do what feels good for you in this moment yeah. So my mission as of recently is getting more into like the one-on-one training and that, yeah, it's my whole kind of like shift from, I love, again, like I love teaching classes, but the one-on-one is so much more re- rewarding and obviously personal. And I feel like we both get more out of it together. Yeah. Um, coaching is like the fun part is like the classes and the the party and and it's exciting and, and all of that, but the one-on-one is like where I 
where I know it's a weakness for me. And that's what I want to improve on. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I, the education piece really is what is a weakness for me and like translating that to clients um, to be a better coach one-on-one versus like classes. I feel like I have a good hold on, but the, the one-on-one coaching is where, and it's continual for forever. You just have to keep learning yeah. Um, yeah. as a coach in order to continue to elevate. Um, and that's what I am striving for as a reason. This is so cool to like see all this happen in real time from, <laughs> <laughs> from right? like when I met you to now having this complete shift in mindset and just how in this short amount of time you've applied it to everything that you were already doing but it has yeah. completely changed it yeah yeah and I feel like I need to give myself more credit about Definitely. that and how quickly I've kind of figured some of the stuff out and still figuring yes. out let's be real here like mm-hmm. I, we don't have everything figured out um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with learning as you go <laughs> yeah exactly still figuring it out because maybe like in a month I'm like uh no I want to go back to just coaching classes yeah um but <laughs> um yeah yeah giving myself like the credit for that because yeah it was only what July that we mm-hmm. met and then things were so different then and I was honestly in such a miserable state when I went to Costa Rica and that's what like helped me pull out of that state was going there um because working for you know company that I didn't want to anymore and I just felt like I was trapped and and didn't know what my next steps were and didn't know what I wanted to do um wasn't inspired so I was definitely in a very low state then for sure I would so it's kind of (laughs) It's definitely in a in a in a transitional state. And I feel like I'm still in that transitional um period of like figuring things out and where I want to take this studio I've created and brand that I'm progressing or working on and and just pulling myself into those uncomfortable situations at all times. I feel like I'm just constantly living in uncomfortable situations, which is good. It is, yeah. To get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Um yeah, so I feel like I'm still in that transitional period, but I'm excited or I'm happy for myself for what I've changed so far. You should be. It's incredible. Crazy. Like I said, to like watch this happen so quickly is really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giving ourselves the credit, man. I feel like we don't do that enough. Not for at all. sure. And you deserve a lot don't of credit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate of that. Of course. So, do you have any? words of wisdom or words of advice that you would want to tell people right now? Yes, I would love to. And I, I would love to, because I wish I told myself this maybe months, maybe years ago. Um, yeah, that we can literally do whatever we want. You can literally do whatever you want. If you tell yourself in your mind and then speak it out loud and and constantly think about it and make the actions to doing what you want to do. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. And that's what I've learned from marathon training. And what I'm still learning with this, with creating this brand, these classes, this, this, what I'm creating um, is if I just keep working on it and keep being persistent, it's going to work out. It's got to. Yeah. 